What's up, y'all? All right. So listen, we have a new opportunity so you can be loyal increasingly <laughs> to the Corner Store Podcast. Uh, we have a Patreon account. Talk about David. Where can people find us on Patreon? Patreon.com slash Corner Store underscore pod. And this is a way where you can support us each and every week. Uh, there are, you know, very... Uh, affordable ways to support the corner store. It gives you a multitude of options. You could support the snacks, uh, stop Max from coming out of his pocket every week uh, to you know feed people in the corner store. And you could also be a part of a live studio broadcast if you wish. There's a lot of things in that Patreon account. Uh, Tar, where can people find that one more time? <laughs> Patreon.com slash corner store underscore pod. Y'all, please consider becoming a Patreon a patron of the corner store. Uh, thank you for your support. Charmaha David. Hey Kevin. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Are you enjoying a um, somewhat lovely day in the city of Chicago? It was kind of warm. It, yeah, you seem upset by that. Oh, I was just walking around, which is not my usual thing. No, I know. So of course, it had doing? to be 80 degrees. Why were you walking around? I was just what out, brings out in, the world, in the streets? On this rare occasion, yeah. out in the world. Yeah. No, I just had to like do stuff downtown. Okay. Yeah. Sounds illicit. It wasn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was completely normal. <laughs> okay. Um, Tara, well, look, it doesn't stop. And uh, I'm, I'm so excited for this conversation. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a good one. In part... Max the snack door is yes. also becoming Max the producer. Yes. As he's kind of securing the snacks, he's also securing guests. Yes. And so this, uh, like a lot of these, you know, a lot of our well, guests have late. more of a title than snack door. This is fun. Oh, okay. I thought that was his official. <laughs> so, Max is just the snack door. I mean, look, wow, that's an important. Wow, not looking out for Max. That's an important role. Producer, that's an important show role. Producer. Yeah, no. Snack door is like last on the list. I don't know. I would lead that. I would Max would the snack tour on a business card. Well, the other ones that were like produce, well, producer. Yeah, it's not fun. It's fun Max has brought us these guests. Is what this I'm is trying true. to tell you. Yes. Um, you know, these gentlemen uh, represent a really innovative nonprofit organization called the giving room um they are international and uh you know focus on um skate culture really around the planet and and providing resources to communities that don't necessarily have access to those resources we're about to find out about what they do but uh in in what i have um seen you know it's a really innovative way to do uh engaging work so fellas from the giving room thank you and welcome to welcome. the corner store thank, thank you, you very much for having us uh we have a duo so just introduce yourselves individually so people can also identify the voice uh i am nick nick um a pop george i'm aaron Sachs. cool fellas we have snacks for you before we begin Perfect. um that have been secured by max uh the aforementioned snack tour <laughs> and uh uh, Thanks, in addition Matt. to these snacks, we are also, of course, you know, continue to be fueled by our spirit sponsor, Stolen. Um, you guys are enjoying what whiskey rum? What, what are you guys on? We're the on rye. rye. Oh, the rye. Yeah, yeah, their new their new rye product. It's, it tasted new. Okay. It <laughs> and great. Okay. Good. <laughs> good. Um, I, I'm glad you're enjoying. Uh, we also have a couple of snacks for you. Um, two different bags. I mean, these are two different flavors of Sun Chips. One is uh, the Harvest Cheddar, and one is the Garden Salsa. I don't know what you guys. It's a you know, feel free to fight or Sun whatever. Always good. Yeah, we'll, and, we'll share both. Okay, good. Uh, also, some Nutella uh, and Go uh, with breadsticks, uh, the hazelnut spread. Wonderful. Is that Belvita? <laughs> <laughs> um, this is closer to Belvita. This is the uh, granola cup almond butter, Nature Valley. Uh, yeah, I'm so close. Yeah. 
Um, and there's two Not of those. Quite, so, but. you know, <laughs> right. a lot of those snacks are very shareable, which is, yeah. you know, good for, you know, that we, we have two of you. Um, but, fellas, thank you for being here. Um, I guess just we'll, we'll go back, but, but out the gate, tell us just kind of what, what the giving room is, please. Um, basically, it's an organization that we collectively brought together to um, utilize our sca- uh, familiarity with skate culture to sort of bring about good in various communities wherever we could. So um, whether that be through creating products or and selling them and donating the proceeds to charity or trying to collect donations and delivering them out to underserved communities wherever they may be, um, that's really our, our main goal here. Which is pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, a very noble goal. Uh, how when, when did the organization start? Uh, probably started about a year and a half ago, maybe a little bit over that. Um, our director, Ryan, was just kind of spitballing his ideas, and it all just kind of stemmed from there. And it was just kind of a natural evolution of what we were doing as kids and in college and then after college. And um, it just kept going from there. It took us a while to get started, but um, yeah, let's say. Yeah, it was like skateboarding it. was always there. Yeah. And we all became friends through skateboarding. And as life brought us onwards and outwards, we sort of separated but remained together through skateboarding and then trying to channel that through to like create good in the world or don't give back to what we what we can uh you you mentioned your director nick ryan ryan i'm sorry um what, what director? He's just, uh, I don't know, we just kind of dubbed him that. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. I don't know if we were talking film. Like he would, no, 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 okay, yeah, no. Yeah. Of the org. Yeah, of the organization. Great. Yeah. But, so, but, but it's a, I'm sorry, it's a, it's a collective. Right, yeah, so like what roles do you fill and like who are the other, you said six total. Mm-hmm. Well, Ryan's the um, director. Yeah. Uh, me and I both just do operations, day-to-day type things. Uh, Robert's our, our design guy. Uh, Meddy's also another operations guy. He's out in Los Angeles. Um, and then we have... Uh, recently acquired another operations sort of legal, uh, not yet counsel, but yeah, counsel. He's on he's on the way to become that um, out in uh, um, uh, in New York City as well. Nice, wow. yeah. Um, you guys have experience running an organization, a nonprofit organization, None. for the last year and a half. We did. <laughs> right, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I get, but I mean, so you're just you're sitting around and, and spitballing ideas about starting the org i mean how, how does that happen you're just like yo i want more people to skate i want to like yeah what's the um, idea i think ultimately the spark for this fire if you could call it that started with our director ryan um who liked the idea of uh, creating a skate company maybe trying to give back to the community and then came to us we all sort of brought together our own ideas and workshopped it a bunch and then eventually came to a point where we could confidently say okay let's actually make this happen Mm -hmm. um and it just sort of it became harder and harder because we all sort of moved to different cities Uh, so we're the two members that are in chicago and then we got two in new york one in atlanta and one in la um so it's we're sort of like tele organizing ourselves and so Are y'all yeah. all from Chicago? Originally, except for the one guy who's from Manhattan. Um, oh, the, the lawyer? The legal yeah. guy. Yeah. The legal. Yeah. Not lawyer. Not quote, lawyer. Quote, unquote. Yeah, not on, yet. On his way. Um, on his way. But uh, yeah, we're both from the north side of Chicago. Um, Medi is from the Ravenswood area. Um, and then the other two brothers are from Linkwood, Ryan and Robert. 
it's kind of funny because we all sort of grew up so close to each other, but didn't really know each other all that well growing up. But still, we're affiliated in the same scene, skateboarding and music and this and that. And then took us all to get to school together. And just through skating, we just became the best group of friends. And this just sort of stemmed out of that. So, Which school? Uh, me and him went to Von Steuben for high school. But we all oh, met for, at uh, University of Illinois. Yeah. In Down in oh. Urbana-Champaign. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. so is there a big skate culture there? Uh, not really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I was... feel like I wouldn't imagine that. No. Yeah. Um, it was an odd scene. Down was, there. Yeah, once you found your crew, it was pretty tight knit. Mm-hmm. I would say. Um, I mean, for a campus of you know what is it, forty seven thousand kids, there's probably about eight to ten of us maybe that would get up and yeah, right. Go around yeah, I would say that. Yeah, I would see about ten faces. Yeah, I mean, there were some more stragglers here and there, but about the tight crew was about eight to ten of us, and um, it was just odd because it's a campus full of all sorts of different people, and you would just assume that there'd be more, but not quite. <laughs> And the projects that you do, give us a sense of what some of them are like, um, you know, what, when you guys, you know, ha- I saw online, you guys have been traveling. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. What do some of those projects look like? And, and yeah. Um, so, so far, we've really done two different types of projects, I would say. Um, Giving Room originally started as a means to help um, un- unrecognized or underrecognized artists promote their work and get it out in the world um, and while in doing so give back to a charity that they hold near and dear um, so that's kind of what happened with our first release release with John Cowart where he um, gave back to the arts of life uh, with all the proceeds from his run and then the other type of project that we kind of work on at least for India was um, we collectively don't uh, gather donations of boards and gear just kids shoes helmets whatever we could yeah Yeah. um and brought them to india to a lot of different areas Mm -hmm. of underserved skate communities that really don't get any sort of access to that kind of stuff there's no skate shops out there yeah they could you know who knows how expensive it would be for them to buy a skateboard so so they there are skate communities in india oh yeah oh totally yeah Hmm. it's up and coming i would say yeah (laughs) It's interesting because they're all so young. It's such a young scene out there, but mm-hmm. uh, the kids are wonderful. And you knew about that scene? Yeah. So Ryan, the actual director, lived out in India. He lived in Bangalore. Um, I know, Tar, you're saying you're from there, but yeah. for here, um, I'm not sure, five, like five, eight months? Five months. Five months. He liked to say longer, maybe. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just through him skating out there, meeting different groups of people and different collectives, he got to go to these different parts of India that, you know, one was a skate school where the kids can only go to school if they, if they or k- the kids can only skate if they go to school. The other way around would be interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, like, they can only go, go right. to school if they skate. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, what an interesting... Uh, that'd be an interesting concept. <laughs> yeah. And just through him living there, we, you know, had a little bit of a connection to it. And uh, Ryan and Robert, the two brothers, about a year ago, they did the whole kind of India trip we did, uh, a little bit different, but before, and we kind of tested out the waters of how it would be to donate and the logistics of it. And then this last time we went, we just went full send and had at it, (laughs) brought, I don't know how many boards, like 30 skateboards. Yeah. It's tough traveling with about 30 skateboards. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the check baggage logistics <laughs> yeah. was kind of a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that must have been powerful, right, to then be in a community where you're sharing uh, an art, a culture that you love, and also kind of like seeing it emerge mm-hmm. yeah. too, right? Yeah. And it was, yeah, the response was, especially from the kids at, at Kovalum, um, 
Kolum is a school is the city where the school is located. S I S P. Yeah, it's this organization called Sebastian India Social Projects, and um, I don't know if it was private school, public school, but it was free for these kids, and they have different activities that the kids can do to get them to go to school. Because a lot of these smaller Indian towns, you know, once the kids can work, they just go work in the farms that their parents have, or go work in the store. You know, they don't really get to have the education that they can do, and so this organization promotes them playing sports. Surfing, skating, and you can only do those activities with with you know people um, out there teaching them if they go to school that day. And so they built this skate park that is literally inside the school, and on top of, <laughs> and on top of, and on the roof. I mean, it is in their courtyard. It's a beautiful site. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. And um, yeah, the kids can only skate, and they love it. They stayed after school till six, seven at o'clock at night. So they couldn't see anyone. Yeah, until uh, it gets too dark. And that's pretty progressive. Oh, totally. Yeah. Right. Like I mean, I wish schools here would do something like that too me as well right. yeah it's yeah it's that incentive and you yeah it really it really works yeah it really worked for that school yeah i'd say that's really great well, the attendance went up i don't know triple fold or something that might be overkill but well i'm not i don't know that much about skateboarding but is it an american sort of made invention thing? yeah i don't know yeah. Historically, yeah. yeah. Definitely came from out west from surf culture. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what yeah. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like during it's like what it's, a drought, right? I yeah. mean, there's that great documentary about the, I, and I don't know if this is the historically Zebra, yeah, the Zebra, Zebra, yeah, 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 yeah. But just about like the, the drought in the 70s. And in some ways, like skate culture rises around the same time as like punk and hip hop yeah. are happening in New York. Mm-hmm. And so there's a similar like DIY youth uh, ethos involved in both cultures. And I think they share a lot of similarities to some extent um and of course now you know there's so much crossover between skate culture and hip-hop and punk and you know graffiti artists have always been in the mix in both of these scenes in mm-hmm. some ways so there's always been this like crossing oh yeah the um, two are definitely all of all those cultures are definitely in, um, intertwined in so many different ways how did you guys start to skate i guess that's a good question um, well, me and him, actually, me and Aaron grew up as next door, or about four houses down from each other, um, mm-hmm. up on the north side, right off Peterson Pulaski. Um, we had a, we had a grammar school over there, which is a big old cement, classic, you know, CPS schoolyard, no grass. <laughs> right. So, you know, playing sports on there is kind of out of the question. Dangerous. <laughs> Quite dangerous. Yeah, football sucked. <laughs> football sucked, yeah. A couple broken collarbones happened. But case, of course but. you go to skating. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, just sort of, um, I don't know, just from growing up and your kids watching TV, it came up and we're like, oh, let's do that. And, you know, you go by skateboard and you're just pushing around on the, on the square. And the next, you know, you start watching videos and you're getting more into the culture, you're going down to Wilson Skate Park and being way overwhelmed by the kids that are, you know, what would look like six foot three and are ripping. And, but yeah, I just kind of started from there. Right. And so you guys have known each other like damn near your whole lives or? Oh, damn near. Too long. Yeah, damn near. <laughs> Yeah, if you say it feels yeah. too long. <laughs> Since we were about three years old, yeah. Okay. Oh, shit. Wow. That's yeah. okay. That's quite no, a relationship. I love the guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure if you've known. We him. actually just just moved in together. So. Oh wow. Yeah. So it's everything. So no, it's everything. Giving yeah. giving room headquarters. Yeah, yeah. Chicago, Chicago headquarters. Chicago <laughs> giving room headquarters. That's what's up. Good. Yeah. Well, congrats on the Thank move. Thank you. Too. Um, and so yeah, and so how did yeah? I guess how did you start? Um, um I would say Nick influenced me a lot in skating. Uh. I was a scooter boy. <laughs> you were uh, a scooter boy? Yeah, I was a scooter boy. I know, but then I thought of the Avril Lavigne song. Oh. Uh, That's a skater, skater boy. boy. I know, but you, okay. it was just a... Oh, uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Carl's uh, making Weird Al songs out I here. See, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Um, yeah, and it... 
skating in the skate park yeah. like kids in the neighborhood would skate we would watch them be like oh man that's so cool teach me how to ollie and um some older kids too in the neighborhood kind yeah of took us under their wings so yeah and we kept with it pretty much throughout our entire life yeah break here and there for school and whatnot but yeah haven't stopped well so i you know the the skate culture obviously in chicago has been around for quite some time um you know and it's it's been all over you know it's mm-hmm. been in in all these communities um you know what is what what is the chicago scene like for for skateboarding that's an interesting question um it's definitely changed i wouldn't say it's changed recently, but i would say more recently it's got a lot more um it's recognized more whereas before i mean it was always here in chicago always existed you know uprise has been around since yeah for who knows when yeah. but 97 or kind of mecca right yeah I mean, yeah it's yeah. definitely definitely the spot but um it's definitely now we've gotten so much more popular here in the city i mean you have people coming to chicago from out of town to come skate you have the house of vans just opened up uh, in, uh out on the west loop you know grant skate park was built not too long ago and that's now become the new skateboard hub yeah um 31st street has a- 31st street is what it is it's still there. Yeah. it's still there <laughs> yeah. okay yeah um and then just all the street skating has also been you know you see it in videos of other pros from other teams you know you got people coming down from montreal coming to chicago to just come skate the spots that you know are now showing up on the map and it's kind of awesome to see also some recognition in the diy scene as well especially with uh roberto Roberto clemente yeah um because nike just hosted a competition there oh you're talking about in front is that in the back in the court of the high yeah, school? Yeah. I mean, that spot's always been kind of little local skate spot. People just would show up there, maybe start your session, go out and do whatever you got to do. But um, I mean, I used to live right over there for the last couple of years, and I was skating there almost daily, just you know, going down and seeing who's there. But oh, you're allowed to skate there. You're allowed, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, now it's totally, I tell. I could... totally allowed. The school I know back in the day, people used to put angle iron on the ledges, and they would take them all off. But now Nike was there, just had a huge event. People built concrete ledges. They put ramps in there. It looks like a skate park if you go by it, and you're going to probably see people there daily, crowded every single day. From yeah, I live over there, so it's... yeah. And that's quite people. beautiful to see. I mean, that yeah. stemmed out of nothing. It was literally just a cement courtyard that empty served no, no, yeah. no purpose. And then it's yeah. kind of being well, well used now. It's and, nice to see. And that's a bit of a shift in terms of the attitude towards the culture, right? Oh, I mean, yeah, I, definitely. I, you know, mm-hmm. there, there was a time when skateboarding was illegal or, you know, they would, you know, I mean, they would discourage it. I mean, you would see signs that said, you know, no, yeah. and skateboarding mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, that shifted? Uh, I wouldn't say it's shifted, yeah. but there are definitely people that are becoming more um, aware that it's it's definitely bringing more good than bad. I think before the cult, the idea was that, oh, they're ruining defacing property and breaking things, which, I mean... You are. You kind of you can't say you are, <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, we're also, you know, people are hanging out in places where they're not, you know, they're not normally hanging out. And is that necessarily bad? I don't know who's to say, but right. if we're enjoying it, yeah. I don't see the issue. And I think especially downtown no matter what like every building is sitting on private property at this point so it's like they have security to prevent you from destroying their property more or less like grinding the shit out of a ledge right until it crumbles you know right but it's just like natural erosion you know what i'm saying like nobody would like like (laughs) it's just humans using it yeah yeah yeah, exactly no one would like arrest the colorado river for making the grand canyon like that you know what i mean that's a fair point i'll bring that up next time please yeah yeah, (laughs) please do next time you're getting kicked out (laughs) now what about the colorado river (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah word um well so all right so so you guys uh i mean you're skating as you as you're you know in high school through high school um there's a skateboarding community that's that's growing in chicago uh what, you know in your mind like what is 
what is your trajectory at that at that time? I mean, are you are you wanting to become? Did you become professional skaters? Like, oh, what's what's no. the okay? Far from okay. <laughs> Um, no, I never really, I mean, definitely saw kids that were really good and, you know, we all had other things going on that I never really had the time and effort to put into skateboarding full time to be, this is what I want to do. And, um, I also valued, uh, I mean, I'm sure lots of people value their education, but I just put some time in school and, you know, went to college and did that. So that took away time from that aspect, but I never really also wanted skateboarding to be that in my life. It's also just, it's a lifestyle for me and things that I, you know, uh, there are things in it that I value in terms of the art, the culture, the people, music, um, and that's the part of skateboarding that I would like. That's my sort of path with skateboarding. Um, I yeah. would say you would say the same. Yeah, definitely. I feel like we've come. We're not professional skateboarders. No. We're, now we're like business professional <laughs> yeah. skateboarders. <laughs> You're only on Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> no. Because now we're running it like trying to run this no, business. And, <laughs> yeah. It's just like yeah. It was definitely more about just having fun rather than trying to get a sponsorship or anything yeah. like that. Like I never, I know like there's kids that dedicate the time and I just, I never did. Yeah. I used it more it for hard. fun and yeah, it was just more for fun. It was for fun and getting hurt for us. Yeah, fun right. and getting hurt. <laughs> and I also imagine like finding friends or, exactly. you know, totally. I mean, it's a communal, as much as it is like, you know, you do it by yourself, you also kind of find a community. Through oh it, yeah. But, I mean, that's also one thing with us traveling and, you know, uh, going places abroad is you know you can go to a place that you've never been before and just run into the run into the skate culture and you're immediately friends with those people i mean you have something that you can associate with with them so deeply in a level that you feel like you've known that person for 10 years you know you just met him at a skate park and um i'm not sure i mean it's one of the most unique uh, cultures that kind of has that aspect is because we all know what it's like to fall on the concrete we all know what it's like to get kicked out of a spot um so it's mm-hmm. just you share this mutual experience even though you're so far away from each other so yeah that's the beautiful thing about youth subcultures right yeah. is that you know because graffiti writers have a similar experience oh, yeah. i think hip-hoppers have a similar experience like traveling and you especially in the you know there was a time when like you could identify like a hip-hopper i'm sure in skateboard culture it's similar where you could just look at somebody like ah oh, you know they skate yeah, yeah. and you're yeah. like we could actually i'm gonna say what up right mm-hmm. i mean yeah, that's you could yeah right and that's yeah, it's of, totally comfortable yeah no, that's, that's fascinating. So what did you guys study in, in college then? I actually studied systems engineering, so uh, <laughs> totally dissociated. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I graduated with that degree. I've been, I've been working as a civil engineer for the last couple of years. But, um, right. So yeah, I was going to ask if, if the nonprofit was your full-time. No, it, it would be awesome if it could get to that point, um, but it's definitely not there yet. But, uh, that would, I mean, that would be a goal. Yeah, that would, say. Be, that'd be, that would be sick. That would be an impressive goal to hit. So yeah. A civil engineer? I've been working as a civil engineer, yeah. Not really what I studied, but right. it's, it's been going all right. So break that down, though. <laughs> um, we do uh, infrastructure design for the city. So basically any traffic you see in the city, you can blame yeah. me and my company. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, it is what it is. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And what do you do? Uh, I, well, I graduated from U of I with a degree in industrial design. And now I do uh, custom furniture design and fabrication. Oh. in the city yeah yeah Dope. out of a particular spot uh we're in the belmont craigan neighborhood the company's called zach rose okay uh a part of the doc six collective yeah it's a pretty it's cool an collective. Awesome, it's an awesome spot yeah. awesome spot what kind of what kind of stuff do you make uh i would describe it as like american modern it's kind of like ties from mid-century modern lots of wood and steel um pops of color yeah, that kind of stuff. But we do everything. We do restaurants, cafes, whatever, and people's houses. Nice. 
And, and so how do these jobs influence <laughs> like what what you do or, or how you run an org or, or you, know, you know, do you know what I mean? Like how, totally. And, and I guess, you know, the, the illest rappers I knew in the 90s were primarily mailmen. You know what I mean? Oh. It's like they, they, they had the day gig. Yeah. And they also rhymed to themselves and kind of perfected their craft like on the train or yeah. at home, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you're, you're living, you know, I don't know if you're living a bifurcated life necessarily, but I mean, you're, you're certainly like, I would imagine, I don't want to pigeonhole your fellow employees, but I don't know if there are a lot of other like, you know, diehard skateboarders in the firm or whatever. Oh, no, we're all, no, I would yeah. say we're all pretty dedicated to it like we can all hold a nine to five and also we find a time to meet every single week through the internet <laughs> yeah um also find, find a time to go skate when we can also yeah also yeah. Going weather skate. uh permitting here in chicago obviously yeah. Hector, yeah, yeah what do you do in the winter you have to leave yeah you just leave you leave leave the job get out of chicago <laughs> yeah. no i wish yep. um Aww. you go to logan actually where you got to worry about uh getting a sty and slipping on bird shit so <laughs> oh because it's under the house <laughs> yeah indoor skate parks in uh i was i was in an indoor a beautiful indoor skate park in in arkansas oh um not a ton in chicago not a ton there's one up north in like lake bluff i believe a wow skate park. Count house of uh, Vans milwaukee okay yeah, yeah house now, of Vans yeah. is a newer one but uh, there's one up in milwaukee called uh cream city hmm. there used to be one called crush and like tinley park but that kind of went away um be awesome to see another one yeah house of vans is awesome they have their open skate sessions uh once a month maybe twice a month but um they get really crowded obviously yeah. Uh, yeah but so is the plan for the giving room to eventually have like a youth center skate park like facility like yeah. what's the what's if the, the what, situation what's, presents itself yeah that'd be great um I, I don't know if that's like that wasn't like a hard goal for us but it we would totally welcome anyone that wants to sponsor yeah i would like to see that we can make that happen yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. there are definitely some organizations like some of the people that we met out in india that oh, yeah. run these companies that go out and just build these random little skate parks in india and even have built a couple full-blown full beautiful poured cement concrete skate parks that and, make uh, like make life there's a couple life. yeah there's make life skate life which is another organization that does a bunch of good work all over the world they've done a couple of things in india it's a shame. I think the one park they built was that one in Bangalore that uh, got um, destroyed by the by the neighborhood, but that's another story. Mm. But, yeah, so they do some good work. The the one organization is called 100 Ramps, and mm-hmm. um, when we were out there, actually, went to this tiny remote village called Kempur, which is up in the north uh, in a state called Rajasthan. And they built this beautiful skate park in the middle of nowhere. I mean, you're literally in, in the middle of a desert. There's nothing around you except a couple of farming villages, uh, but they built it because there's this Hollywood film going on called Desert Dolphin. I don't know. Um, but they, they, it's a film about uh, skateboarding, and it's like a whole story about a young Indian girl who gets into skateboarding and this that. But they paid for this group, 100 Ramps, and I think also the Holy Stoke Collective, yeah. which is another organization in India that does that promotes skateboarding. But um, they built this beautiful skate park, and... It's just awesome to see. I mean, these kids out in the middle of nowhere of this tiny desert town are now skateboarding. They're learning English from pe- people like us going there and skating and other just the actors that were there for the film. And they're teaching them Hindi. And it's just this community of people that I don't think anyone in that village ever thought something like that was going to be there. That's and, crazy. Yeah. For some, I mean, if they can make something like that happen in Chicago and places where, you know, we need an indoor skate park and do things like that, that'd be fantastic. I would love that. But Are these people who are building the skate parks 
like young? Sort of, yeah, all over. Could be about the same age as us. We're about twenty. We're um, we're like twenty seven. Um, the whole age group, um, age of our group is from twenty four to twenty seven. But um, mostly our age. A uh, couple of older people that have been around and have done their thing in India for a bit. But hmm. a lot of also um, foreigners that come in and just staying because they're building these ramps and they love being out there and helping things out. So. And so when you say so, you're operating obviously in all these cities. What is what is your Chicago? you know, imprint like, like what, what are some of the things you are doing or want to do uh, here? Um, well, with our original mission of like promoting under recognized artists work with our stuff, um, because we've split off into so many different places, we try to focus each release in a different city. So a lot of our impact on Chicago will come from, basically Chicago artists that we've just we've been able to partner with. Um, so yeah, like our first release was John Cowart, um, who donated to a Chicago um, organization called Arts of Life. Um, Great organization. Yeah, which is awesome, yeah. actually. Um, so if you haven't checked out Arts of Life, you should check out Arts of Life. Yeah, they do some great work. Um, and so pretty much our impact on Chicago will really have to utilize and partner with our local artists and try to give back to the communities around here and then we're also going to try to do that in each respective city that we as a team we reside in yeah and when you partner with an artist what does that relationship look like does that mean they're making a deck what is it yeah so they design a graphic that we then you know would put on a skateboard put on a shirt um with john cowart uh he actually runs um kind of funny uh, um, a fingerboard company which i don't know if many people knew that was still but there's a, still a booming culture of people who make these yeah, yeah homemade yeah. fingerboards but he's very popular in that in that whole little subculture of skateboarding but uh that's the subculture like, of skateboard of course it is but yeah that's yeah a subculture okay. of skateboarding. Yeah, yeah. but he was just a good friend of ours from school and we felt very comfortable with him to be hey you know we're just starting this out let's see how this works and um he was totally down and backed it so yeah i think ultimately the the formula for partnering with artists is to give them more or less of a blank canvas to just to convey a message that they feel strong about and that they can relate to an organization or a charity that they feel passionate about. So it's sort of like allowing them to generate art, produce it, distribute it, and also use that art to give back to a f- cause that they hold dear. Yeah. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, the, and the the org that they work with is y'all or it's of their choosing yeah which? so they so we kind of are the ones who would put their graphic then on the board and on the product whatever they would like to put it on and then we sell it and all the proceeds from our sale go to the charity of their choice um yeah we handle production, production shipping yeah. distribution whatever yeah manufacturing production, you could call it that yeah. yeah we don't manufacture anything ourselves yeah <laughs> Not yet. Although you could. Not, yeah, 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 we have some means. There'd be yeah. some steel in there, yeah. some pops of color. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, we try to handle everything except for the art and allow the artist to focus their energy on producing the work that they want to produce and then allowing that artwork to deliver good to the charity that they want. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's really yeah, dope. Yeah. So uh, I guess just, you know, thinking ahead, um, you know, you, this is a year and a half old yeah. org ish. Yeah. Um, you know, what is what does the future look like for you guys? Well, hopefully, a lot more artists that we can 
collaborate with and do work with. Our next sort of big push is to get something going in Atlanta where uh, Ryan, our director, is based. And he's very involved in the skate scene down there and um, knows some good people that are doing some really good artwork. So hopefully, I don't want to give too much away yet. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, keep it, keep it low. Yeah, okay. but we're, um, we're actually working with someone who's got some good, good sort of connections and has a good... Um, He's looking to do some real good with what he's trying to make for us. So, uh, but it's just looking forward to other cities. You know, New York, Atlanta. Actually, I mean, uh, Los Angeles. Pretty much anywhere. We kind of want to get to the point where we get artists to just maybe submit art to us, and then we can kind of vet. You know, which one we're going to do when, and is this going to work? You know, um, but yeah, I think also it. yeah, because we're in so many different cities, it would be I think a dream for me at least would also be for each city to become not autonomous in a sense but self-sufficient enough mm-hmm. to create releases without ha- needing the whole organization yeah. to queue up on it to also take members on you know other people that want to yeah. join the chicago team and we have some other team in atlanta that you know like aaron said then we can all work together and instead of just having one one sort of release every season per city we can have you know chicago's now doing something atlanta's also doing something and it's all just all part of the same time yeah. yeah organization yeah that's really cool uh, and where can people find out about what you guys are doing? Uh, we'll, we have a website we have, and an Instagram. Um, the website is uh, givingroomskate.co, um, where we post a lot of our blog stories. Like, for example, the trip to India, we, were, we posted uh, stories about that. And also, we just had a video release about the trip in India. So we've, we're posting a recap of that real soon. Did you check it out? It's on YouTube. Yeah. We also oh, yeah. have a YouTube channel. <laughs> we also have a YouTube channel with one video. Yeah. Um, and then uh, our Instagram is just Giving Room Skate Co., I think. I think it's just, uh, if you just search Giving Room, giving room you should yeah. find it. Giving yeah. Room. Okay. Um, yeah, and a lot, of our, a lot of our content, I would say, comes out of that. Yeah. Great. Well, yeah, you guys do really incredible work. Uh, super happy to learn more about it. And thank you guys so much yeah, for being in the corner. Thank store. you so appreciate much. That. We really appreciate it. That's thank awesome. You. Thank you. Thank our super producer, DJ Cashera. WDN boss man, Todd Manley. Shout out Ernie the Engineer. And of course, Max the Snack Tour. All day. On IG and Twitter, we are... CornerStore underscore pod. Please y'all rate and subscribe on iTunes. Tell someone to listen to the Corner Store. And if you wish, you could also tell us who we should have on the Corner Store. Yeah, just you know, slide in our DMs. They're open. A great way to support us is through our Patreon account. It's patreon.com slash cornerstore underscore pod. And you can, you know, support us in our future endeavors and, you know, get some benefits along the way. And it's like the little change jar. Like yeah, you, the, know. The, you know. In front, like at the corner store. Jar, right? Yeah, right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you listen, please support. And uh, we really appreciate your support. Thanks. The Corner Store is brought to you by Stolen Spirits.